Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real surreal. Always. Always. <laughs> Are you sure you're not trying Dr. Evil? Uh, oh no, that'd be more nasally. I'm sure I keep it real surreal. Glad to see Oh, so this is the sixth one, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince film. Yeah. What what color have we lost in this one? We see some yeah. red. We see some red in this one. But you do get some color back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mostly cyan, uh, cyan yeah. and orange. Yeah. There's a lot of orange in this one and yellow. There's a, there's yellow during the the party scene. Yeah. Uh, it's oh. quite yellow. Yes. Oh, and the um Frank shop, the yes. shop. Yeah. shop is very colorful. And it's, but it, it's still not green. No, yeah. no, no. They hate green and purple. Yeah, which is funny because the cover of this book is green. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Like they needed yeah. all the green for the cover. Yeah. They couldn't put any in the movie. Yeah, because the printer yeah. ran out of. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this is the one that I've seen. I had this. I have um, Goblet of Fire, and I had this one, but I sold it to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or gave it away. I don't remember. But that one, this one, interesting. But it just had one thing. When we get to it, I remember from the audio book. I'm like. Oh, they kind of missed a good point. There's a couple points in the, in this yeah. one that they take away from the book. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Slughorn does not look like he's described in the book. No. No. I'm going to just uh, say all of you read books, I have not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although the ending thingy, I had spoiled for me on the internet, like, the other week on a thread about, hey, you, somebody complaining, you should on an unpopular opinion, how you shouldn't spoil older movies for people. Right. And then, of course, some asshole is just, like, listing some off. When the book uh, when the book came out, there was a website. I don't know if it's still going, but it was a website called tshirthell.com. Mm-hmm. I, used, I got a bunch of shirts from there, and one of them was uh, Dumbledore dies on page such and such and such. And then on the back it says, relax, it's not like I told you Snape did it. Oh my god, that's so dickish. Yeah. See, when this book came out, I ordered it from Amazon. I had pre-ordered it, so mm-hmm. it was it was delivered day of. Yeah. I got it that morning, um, and I had it off. It was a Saturday, actually, yeah. that it came out, which I thought was odd. Um, and I had taken the, the whole day off because I never worked Saturdays right. during that time. Aren't Wednesdays usually like a book day, or is that a comic thing? So. I think that's a comic thing. I'm pretty sure books are still Tuesdays. All right. Um, but I got this one on a Saturday. I don't know if I got a pre-release or something, but I got it early. Mm. And I read it in the day. I read it that day. Yeah. So I knew what happened, like, yeah. the day of. And it was a good thing that you did. Yes. You know, it's a good thing that you did. And I remember people spoiling it for people in the line waiting for them to yeah, get it. Yeah, that's what I read. But yeah. I'd forgotten about it because this is so many See, years ago. And yeah. now yeah. I was like, oh, thanks for refreshing my yeah. memory, asshole, from the forum thing. And I, <laughs> and I tell you, this one, though, hits me because Dumbledore does look kind of like my dad. Mm. At least the way he wants to look. <laughs> In general, but you know, he wants to wear like long robes. He, he kind of does I that would, now. I, I imagine they're, robes. I imagine they're free. Yeah, I, yeah. I would wear them all the time. If yeah. you don't have to wear pants. Awesome. Yeah, he kind of does that now, unless company comes over. <laughs> you know, that's like, oh, robe. How robe. do you know? Yeah. If your company, he could have yeah. wizard robes. You don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, he does that. It's like if I come over, and he's there. I'll sit there like, fuck it. I don't know. I want to open up like a retirement home that's like. 
the retirement home for geeks later on. Right. So you yeah. can wear wizarding robes all day yeah. if you want right, to. Yeah. Who cares? You're retired. Do what you want. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's you can do that that's, that's going right. to be retirement homes, assuming retirement is still a thing by the time we get there. <laughs> right. Which it may very well not be, but there's going to be Smash Brothers tournaments. There's going to be D&D, like... I tell you, yeah. Right? I tell you, I am looking forward to that, because that one's going to be real hysterical, and it reminds me of, like, Nick Swordson. So it's like, oh, let's play some music. <laughs> oh God, can, like, can you yeah. imagine like rum shaker? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Sure. But he goes, <laughs> see, yes. we don't play that anymore. Not since yeah. the incident. Yeah. And he goes, yes, you know, your grandmother was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pry, pe- we had to pry people apart. There was so many wrinkles, so many wrinkles. Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's apparently that's what happens though. Like so many. Nobody, they don't talk about all the sex that happens at a nursing home and I don't want to oh, go either. Oh, I but know about that. But now I'm just thinking of Bob's Burgers where they all expect what? Uh, what's it? Damn it! Her, her parents to um, join them in swinging and mm. they don't want to because her dad is like has a weird balloon popping fetish yeah. that he's shy about. Yeah. Okay! And also yeah. they're trying to find a chihuahua mm. they thought was yeah. by an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> no <laughs> easy segue into that. But we have <laughs> yeah, the, let's go uh, back to the book. And yeah, movie. so this one here is one of the most expensive films mm-hmm. ever made as of the 2009 era. Filming began in 2007. Yeah, movie cost two hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars to make. Yeah, and this one here because it was two D and IMAX formats, at least for the UK and the United Kingdom, I can kind of see. Okay, you got that. You said UK and United Kingdom. That's in the the UK, United States. So, um, so when we get to that, I can kind of see why that would work or why that would happen. Um, commercial success, it really was pretty good. One hundred four million dollars in the first day. It made uh. Uh, in the five days, almost $400 million here in a total gross of 934 after it was all said and done. Yeah, so it, d- it didn't quite hit the billion. Yeah, it was there. I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I remember when I first got this, like, I got the, I was, I was binging through Harry Potter mm. at this point, and I got through book five, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself a week, because that was a real hard one to get yes, through. Yes, it was. It was difficult. Yeah, yeah, and I got through this one in about a day or two. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, well, granted, it's not as angst-heavy, because no. it's more, there's more action in right. this one than there is in, in angst. The only angst you really see yeah. is, like, the kid relationships. Yeah, and this um, one, I felt with this movie, you kind of had to know a little bit about the book. Mm. I don't know, Cass, can you kind of, how do you feel with that? Like, it might have left something out, or... Did yeah. you feel there's a, there was something missing that, um, or a connection that you couldn't quite understand? I, I didn't I didn't get much chemistry from Ginny and Harry. That I thought so, too. I looked at that and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So it, in the book, it's different. Their, yeah. their relationship starts, starts differently in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Harry realizes early on in the book that he his feelings for Ginny are different than what he was expecting. Yeah. Because he, he hears that she's dating Dean Thomas and in the book you get he's his inner jealous. thoughts and yeah. he's jealous and he doesn't know why. Right. And that's well, when he that's when he realizes that he has feelings for Ginny that were more than just friends. Like I didn't um, they didn't well, seem to one, have much 
to do with each other in any of the previous right. movies. Right. At one point in the book, he stumbles across the two of them making out in a hallway, too, and it and it, and it, it wigs him out again, and yeah. he doesn't fully understand why. Yeah. yeah. It takes him a little bit to realize his feelings, and Ginny's always had a crush on him. Always. Since, yeah, since they were kids. That has been, you know, that I remembered, and this one was a little different to remember myself, maybe because I went through it so fast. So, basically, what happens in the book mm-hmm. is... Um, Harry ends up getting detention uh, during the Quidditch finals, the Quidditch right. Cup finals, and he can't be the seeker. So Ginny has to take his place. So Ginny ends up winning the yeah. game for them, and they're all celebrating in the Gryffindor common room. And Harry comes out of detention to find them all celebrating. He's really happy, but the only thing he sees when he walks into the, the common room is Ginny. It's the only thing he sees. It's like, you know, hearts, flowers, sparkles, you know. Um, And he literally makes a beeline to her and just kisses her and starts making out with her in front of everybody, including Ron. And Ron's Ron's standing in the back going, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And that right there, it's it's one of those things where Uh Harry can't take it anymore. He's just so into her that he's just like, and she's so happy and laughing and she's like, celebrating her win and he the only thing he can think of is her so he goes to her and they start kissing and that's when the relationship begins in the movie you do it a lot differently and i was like i was so disappointed because i really wanted the scene where ron got to see harry and his sister making out and him bewildered going what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah, and you have like a little scene there it's like oh they have nice skin yeah, like they, they have the talk skin, skin, like, skin. They're trying like, to figure out what they, what the her and the other yeah. guy see in each other. Yeah, it's like yeah. why, yeah, why, you know, what's what does Dean see in her? Yeah. He's like, I thought you hated him. He's like, no, that's because he was snogging my sister. But yeah, I don't hate the guy. But like, what does he right. see in her? Like, right. it's his sister. And she's like, yo, she's pretty and smart, and she's got nice skin. And he's like, nice skin. <laughs> and then he stops and thinks about. He's like. Hermione has nice skin. And Harry's like, I guess. Uh, right. Sure. <laughs> when did she and Dean break up? Uh, it happens. happens yeah, it happens not long after the Slughorn, the first Slughorn party when they're fighting. Yeah. Um, they, uh, well, she, she also, it's funny. Well, she they, also dated like four people throughout the last two books that yeah. they didn't get into. Like, she did. She, she, she was hopping of, around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But um, not that that's not that that's an issue. Harry, it's just like she's just like the, you know in the doing book, her thing. In the book, Harry is the one that pushes them apart. Yeah, because he 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 says a couple of things to her about Dean or about how you know you shouldn't be treated that way or something like that, and he actually pushes her to break up with him. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's and- it's a lot different than the movie because in the movie they're just kind of like. Uh, we have to shoehorn the love interest in now, so... Right. Yeah. It, it seems like a trauma bonding type thing. Right, more than, more than it is anything, in the book. You know, in the book, what, yeah. they, have, they have more time together. Yeah. And there is there is trauma bonding there, too, because he, yes. does, he, does, he saved her from the basilisk. Yep. That's yep. going to trauma bond you pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. That was, what, movie two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Forgot. And she's had a crush on him since, since you know, word one, and it, yeah. that just doesn't change anything right and you know when they um when we get to it we get to it but there's some scenes i'm like okay kind of here we go like 
I'm kind of waiting for it. And I remember overarching arcs, and maybe it's because I went through the book so fast. And, you know, I just, this one hit because it's like, I see that and I'm like, damn. And I have a kind of an underlying, you know, I realize a little bit of fear the time my dad finally passes. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, right, here we are. And I think in comparison to the book, I think Alan Rickman missed a few things. Yeah. Because I think he didn't play it the right way. He did very, very good. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just the um, the very last point when he announces himself. It will get to it when we get to it. It was in the audio book. It was much more dramatic. Yeah, there's there's a few things and, that the movie did lack compared yeah. to the book. Yeah. Um. But again, it's one of those they had to pick and choose what they were going to do. I'm glad that they added in some of the Quidditch yeah. because the Quidditch is actually quite important yeah. in the storyline for at least yeah. the characters. Yeah. Um, so having yeah. having Ron now in the book, Ron yeah. was already on the team. Right, like he was on the team the year before. He uh, he was a uh, he's a keeper. He's the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and in this one, you know, he's got a you know fight to keep his position against yeah. McLagan. Yeah, because he was yeah. Harry says um, that just because you made the team last year doesn't mean you necessarily make it this year. Right. Yeah. And Harry's now the team captain because Wood has graduated. Yeah. Right. Um, and the um, the funeral at the end is cut out, too. Yeah. they David Yates decided to do that because he wanted yeah. it to be a bit more impactful for the next movie. Because right. you got to remember, the next movie... Doesn't There's have an lot. intro. Yeah. It doesn't have. It literally starts right there at at Dumbledore's co- coffin. Right. It, that's how it begins. There's no. Yeah. There's no. No. There's nothing. Yeah. It just jumps right into the movie. Um, okay. And it was done. It was done deliberately that way for yeah. drama. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, and that's why they sort of ended it where they did. I mean, they did have a wand light vigil. Yeah, and that uh, happens in the book. Yeah. Um, that one did get me. I got a little weepy out at that point. I'm like, dang. I saw this movie with my friend, with one of my friends in theaters yeah. at a midnight showing. Yeah. And she and I sat together at the very end, curled up, sobbing yeah. at the end of this movie when we saw it in theaters. We were just crying in each other's arms. Yeah. Like, because it, it was so, it's at the funny. time it was, it, especially for me during the time that it came out, it was right. very... Um, yeah, yeah, it was super, very impactful. For yeah, me. so yeah, she and I just just curled together, weeped for twenty minutes, and then left the theater at like three in the morning. Yeah, it and just it, completely wiped yeah. out. Didn't you already know that was going to happen from the book? Yes, but well, it's, when you see it's it different. Too, to, it's, it's different yeah. to see it on screen after yeah. you've read a book, and when you love a book or a series as much as you do, and in in that sense, at that point in time, I loved the series very much. That it was, it was still, it was, I don't want to say traumatic because that's not it, but it was, it was emotional. Well, considering what was happening in your family at that point. Yeah, yeah, I I had just recently lost my mom and my grandmother and it was just a lot going on um, in my life at that point. So, yeah. And you got to remember this book came out, this book came out in uh, July of, well, they started making, they started making it in 2007. Uh, I forget when this book came out. Oh, my God, it here. Um, 
F Blood Prince was released. Fast and Normal 6 1 here. Um, release date was July 16, 2005. Okay, so 2005. I was still with my ex. Yeah. But I think, I forget what book came out around the time that my mom passed away. Because there was one of the books that came out around the time that she passed away. And still, it, it does hit um, for me. Mm-hmm. Mostly here, but the um, that it actually Dumbledore's death is not the one that hit me the hardest. Yeah. The one that hit me the hardest, I'm not going to say because Kaz doesn't know. So but um, it's, it's two movies from now. It's two movies from yeah. now, and it hit me the hardest, and I was yeah. quite upset about it. But yeah. at that point, J.K. was kind of um, killing off characters like uh, right. this is this is where it starts like Game of like, Thrones. This is, <laughs> Where, where people start dropping like flies at this point. Yeah. It's everyone. Well, it's, it's, it's everyone where, like, every time Harry mentions something, like, how, how close they are, how much of a figure they are. Uh, you may as well are, say, well, you're well, only you're, two weeks from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, well, I just, I, there's my family photo in a disaster movie. Yeah. Or I just think of, like, Dewey Cox. You know, <laughs> Dewey Cox. Oh, wow. We sure are going to have a good long life, aren't we, Dewey? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's yeah, it's uh, uh yeah, what it's, could possibly go what wrong? Could possibly go well, wrong let's here, just say dude. I'm not gonna say who, I'm not gonna say how, but in the first twenty minutes of the next movie you're gonna where two characters are gonna die. Yep. Okay. In the first twenty minutes. Yeah, there's one of my favorite I'm not saying it either. Stop but it. The more I'm you not say saying it, the more anything. Guess. I'm not gonna say it. Oh no, you'll you'll not guess these Yeah, two. I won't guess, no. but no, one of my favorite like being alive. Really? <laughs> well, if you say that, then I'm gonna try get my nah. brain's gonna start thinking. Well, you don't know what I wouldn't expect. You don't know yeah. who the scenario is. You don't know how yeah. it happens. It's yeah. come. You'll the, see. The, one of my favorite movies released recently. Tell her I love her. Ooh, Joe, 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 Mama. <laughs> that's not gonna be man's last words. Yeah, uh, but so that's one of my best. So this one here starts out with Lord Voldemort getting a tighter grip on the wizarding world and also the muggle world, which yeah, starts out with out. <laughs> right, starts out with the most British of British business scene ever okay. with people in the <laughs> this, okay for, yeah. like we're we're for forty five seconds in yeah. and already I have like a beef. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me that people in England, specifically London, are surprised by a storm? Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. This is now, where I was going to. The director, David Yates, decided yeah. that he was going to do this scene instead of how it's, it's done in the book. Awesome. Because he wanted to show what what the what Voldemort and his, his group are doing, not only to the Wizarding World, but to the Muggle World Which as well. Which was done well. Um, yeah. And it's showing that the, the destruction is not solely based in the wizarding world and mm-hmm. he's going he's basically a megalomaniac going to take over the entire world right um, right destruction is what right. he needs to and do and, yes. and you know where we have this the death eaters uh go ahead and kidnap mr Ollivander, and they also destroy london's millennium bridge yep oh and i was that's... like oh oh a bridge in london it's gonna fall it's gonna fall huh and it does you're right okay, okay. it's probably not the london yeah. bridge but it's a bridge yeah. in london and it falls yep and now the uh lucius malfoy is incarcerated in azkaban and voldemort chooses draco to go ahead and carry out a 
secret mission at Hogwarts. Now this this movie may actually makes me feel a little bit bad for Draco. It really it it does yeah. make In me feel a, a way, bit bad. He does for get him. kind of Stephen King kid hair too. He gets Stephen King kid hair, and he also um, he comes across as pitiful. Yeah. Um. He comes across as yes. He comes across as pitiful because while he is doing these things, when Katie Bell gets cursed, for example, when right. happens, he did not want anything bad to happen, Katie. He did not. It, yeah. it was never his intention to get anybody else involved. Okay, I see where you're going. He, yeah. she, it she took a moment too, to follow. Through. She was too curious. She for was her too own curious good. for her own good, and then yeah. she got hurt. So when he sees her again, and he has that basic mental breakdown, yeah. it's basically because he is so overwhelmed with what he has to do, and he's being forced into this. Like he joined yeah. because his father is is a Death Eater, and his family are you know supportive of Voldemort. But at the at the at the base of it, I don't think Draco cares that much. No. And he's being forced into it because he knows if he doesn't do it, he will die. Yeah. Right. He will die. His mother will die. He And his father will die. He doesn't... He Later on, he starts becoming yeah. very resentful of his father. Yeah. But um, Draco really, truly, honestly cares about his mom. Yeah, and you really think Narcissia, I think, really has that. But you find out that his aunt is Bellatrix. The his aunt is Bellatrix, which means that Sirius was his uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Or at it, least a cousin. Oh, They're all yeah, related. You're right. Yeah. Because Narcissa and, and Bellatrix are sisters, and they were cousins to Sirius. They were all related. Yeah, and they're seeking out Severus Snape, who gains the confidence by claiming he's a mole in the Order of the Phoenix. Yep. Now, they do. They make the unbreakable vow. The super which, cheaper magic pinky swear. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Which, that's really got me. And I'm like, okay, they did that. I'm like, okay, it's kind of nice. The unbreakable vow. You're grabbing the wrist with the hands. and a super <laughs> handshake. Super, the, super handshake. Yeah. It, it was... It reminded me so much of that <laughs> movie in time where literally their, t- like, their time is money. You know what? I didn't even think about it that way. Their lifespan is their currency, so yeah. two people grab each other's wrists and play basically chicken with their lives. Right? Yeah, yeah you, you have to, each other's like clock. six minutes for coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds like yeah, that. I yeah. was like, I was like, <laughs> Lifespan yeah. is the currency in that movie. Yeah. Right. Decent I, idea for a plot, but very bad casting for some people. From what I heard, people. the book was really good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a decent idea for a story, but very oddly cast, and it just threw me right out of the movie. A, I, I never actually saw the full movie. I only saw the yeah. six minutes for coffee and went, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. is Justin Timberlake in that? Yep. Yes. Yeah. He's is like, he, the, he's he's like the, main, the main guy. He's the main character. Is he a bad actor? No, he's actually he's very, very good he's, as an actor. he's very good. It wasn't a bad movie. No, just, his mom is played by Olivia Wilde. Okay. They're the same age. <laughs> Did you see me go Well, yeah, because if you, oh, that's right, more time, you can buy mo- if you if yeah. you are richer so you have more time. Yeah. But the people you won't don't get age. Old and shit. They, don't, right. they don't physically <laughs> age past 35 or something like that. That'd be nice. Can I dial back six years and get that body that I had I'm back six years ago? I'm fine with that, too. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. That may be a, not be a bad idea, but they don't work with what I got to work with. Right. But anyway, so they get the unbreakable vow, and then they say he's going to, uh, he vows to protect Draco until his task is fulfilled. And then, and if he doesn't do it, he, he he'll will, do it for him. Yeah, if he doesn't do it, he will do it for him, but also he will. Um, and if neither of them do it, then they will die. everybody dies. Yeah. This movie is about death. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game called Oops, You're Dead. Yep. Well, they like so, eating it. it. Must have a good flavor. Yeah. 
Time the fuck out. Why? Yeah. <laughs> this is a school. Yeah, and this is where I kind of like had, I, I thought back at that moment, or I thought about, um, uh, uh, God, oh shit, what the hell was her name? Was the, uh, the, uh, what, Dolores. Umbridge? Dolores Umbridge, yeah. Dolores. Yeah, I just, I just, my brain spazzed for a moment. But, um, Dolores saying, you know, okay, let's you know, learn about the potions and things and, you know, spells academically to keep you safe. You know, at that point, you That's know, cons- yeah, but considering she had the different intentions, of course, but I mean, at that point, I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But then you have the, you have Slughorn is like, okay, let's go ahead. If you make, if you make death. We'll go ahead and give you an hour of luck. Right, yep. yeah, you make death, Wait. I'll give you a bunch of liquid luck. How's that? Wait, also, what? here's a luck potion. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, here here's this. And you know, and I gotta I gotta rant I gotta rant about that in a moment here, but but there's where you have Albus and Harry Potter and probably one of my favorite bits from Dumbledore and through the series in general. Because Harry was straight up going to get lucky with that girl. Yeah. With, with that <laughs> tell me about that. Uh, yeah, tell me about the Harry. Uh, he's yeah, a bit of a tosser, really. Yeah. But then when you when they meet at a train station and then he apparates. And then Dumbledore shows up and like, oh, oh, god damn it. Yeah. He sees I'm Dumbledore have and he's to go just like. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. comes right out of the train, and he's gonna. He's like, oh, I have to stand her up for this yeah. stupid wizard crap. Yeah, but there's and one then thing. just at the door, it's like, I'm sure you're wondering why I brought you here. Like, Honestly, Professor, I just kind of go with it at this point. <laughs> that is one of my best lines. Yes. Yeah. And it's when he apparates. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, you feeling okay? He's like, oh yeah. The first time he apparates, some people vomit. <laughs> Can't imagine Can't why. Can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> Like, All right, let's get some sarcasm in there. That that's just generally, but it's Dumbledore's kind of just generally going about his way and just kind of like okay, just going like I'm gonna yeah. do this thing and you're coming yeah. with me. Get it? And Harry's and, in the background like, uh, you all right, buddy? That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's walking off to puke. <laughs> yeah, or you know, when I look at it, I'm like, okay. And I thought about it at this point. Okay, Harry is 17. Now. You have a magic drama. He's 16. He's not quite, not no. quite 17 because no, then turning 17 is a plot point. In the, in the next, in the next movie. movie, he's sixteen. It's, Wait, it's so he's not a he's not an adult. He's not, he's not an adult wizard. Yet. Oh, he's sixteen shit. in this yeah, movie because him turning seventeen is the impetus for the scene at the beginning of the next movie where we lose a couple people. Oh, yeah. it's because he's yeah. turning seventeen that they have to do what they do. Gotcha. Yeah, the the trace so, is off of him. Yeah. 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 So when you have the Dumbledore, they're going to the the former potions professor Horace Slughorn, who's staying at a Muggle's house. Yeah, now as an armchair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Armchair. it's the upholstery. I come by the stuffing naturally. <laughs> uh, what the hell did they do in this apartment? He made it look as if that there was a break-in or something, yeah. so that if a Death Eater showed up at the door, it would look like nobody was there, and that somebody had already been there looking for him. Why was the ceiling bleeding? Because it was showing that if that maybe somebody was hurt or murdered there, and yeah. they would leave it alone. But they're Death Eaters. They probably want to lick that. It's not... It, they're not <laughs> vampires. <laughs> I mean, they really- have there are vampires in the Harry Potter world. There are vampires in the Harry Potter world, but they're not like 
humanoids. Yes, nom, 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 nom. It's, yeah. it's not like the werewolves. The werewolves are humanoid. Mm. The vampires are not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah anyway. Uh, where I see this is just where I'm looking at it. I go, okay, like, well, let's go ahead and straighten this out for these people, shall we? And they wave the wand and everything goes back to normal, including the... Uh, a part of the chandelier that turns lifelike and tries to get out of Harry's shoe. <laughs> I think it's because he used the, the like, reverse what happened spell. Yeah. And it's supposed to go back up there, so it's like, hey, hey, you entropy. Yeah, which, well, yeah. which, why can't we have that in real life? Yeah. yeah. This, this, this apartment would be pristine if I could just go swish and flick and everything's clean. Yeah. Yeah, but it would just go... Like, and then it goes back, and I'm like... Okay, but how much time did Slughorn take to be able to make sure that everything was like everything looks like a break in? Well, it's magic. You yeah, you could take thirty seconds. Yeah, and I'm still in the year. Right, I'm going with you know him being a muggle. He's like wizard, terrible house. Yeah, but then you know where Dumbledore has to use the bathroom, and then hey, can I take this magazine? And it's got crochet patterns. I, I love, love it. knitting patterns. <laughs> You know, yeah, wait. Okay. It has been flagged. Yeah. <laughs> you can take that into the bathroom. It'll be flagged. Just me, I you guess. can't return this. It was in the bathroom. <laughs> All right. At the burrow there, you know, the trio reunites of Harry, Ron, and Hermione. See, Harry just shows up. He just drops yeah. him off there like, oh, yeah, you're not going home. He drops, hey, him in a, drops with the poor guy in a puddle while he's oh. wearing Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and leaves his drunken so owl there. Yep. As well, nobody seems to notice. And didn't apparently didn't inform the Weasleys that he was showing up. Nope, because yeah, you know, and why? Because I'm Dumbledore, goddammit. Yeah. yeah, that's what Amy's already there. Even Molly's like Dumbledore, that man. Like, of like, course oh, he right, did this. Of course. <laughs> but yeah. she but she takes it as charge. She's like, oh, it's just another kid. I have so many. It's fine. She must have tons of rooms. She does. Yeah, Ron, it's kind of a TARDIS house. It's yeah. like it's bigger inside than, yeah. than it I realistically should be. I don't think Ron shares his room with anybody. Nope. No, I think the twin the twins shared a room. The twins, the twins still share a room, and like they have twins Percy, still live, twins still Percy, live at home. Will and George have all moved out. Yeah, but the, but the twins still live at home, even though they run a successful business. It's like well, I'm no, staying home. Percy, with Mom. No, Percy, at this I point, think Percy is Percy is, is off on his own. We don't get into it in the movies, but there's this whole thing about being a family traitor and Percy, yeah. like, believing the... I, th I think it's in this book where Percy finally comes back, comes to his senses. Yes, it yeah. is. It's because it's back. the end of book five when he sees... Because he's with the Minister of Magic when the Minister of Magic sees Voldemort in mm -hmm. the uh, Ministry of Magic. And that's when he realizes that he made a grave mistake. <laughs> well, right. you're like, oh, Voldemort is ugly. It's, it's, it's more of a, oh my god, my parents and everybody I I love and care about were telling me the truth. Mm, right. And, that, you know, that they weren't making it up. Which, dude, you've been in the Weasley house your entire life. Right. Your brother hangs out with Harry Potter. Like, you really don't think that the family was telling you the truth? Well, he was doing it for his own ambition, yeah, which I yeah. get. He was trapped in the in the I'm going to be better than my origins. Not so much that he he doesn't he doesn't like despise his family per se, but he doesn't want to be poor. Right. He wants to. Right. He wanted to to get above his origins, 
And to do that, he basically sold sold himself to the ministry. The, the ministry, ministry, yeah, to be able to do more. And they have they have this reunion here, and they're in Diagon Alley here. They see Draco and uh, the, uh, his mom here. And they follow yeah, no, him down Nocturne Alley. Hey, does it look like he doesn't want to be followed? <laughs> Let's go follow Let's him. Let's follow him. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a kid who doesn't want to be followed. Yeah. Let's follow him. They meet the Death Eaters, including the werewolf, uh, uh, Fenrir Greyback at, uh, at Borgen and Burks. Yep. And the year, and Harry believes Draco is now a Death Eater, but Ron or Meyer, you're skeptical on that. I don't know why they'd be skeptical. If they if they know that Lucius is one, it would be a logical jump that Draco would be. He's surrounded by Death Eaters. His father is a, a Death Eater, and he's yeah. a jerk. Right. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised where both Ron and Hermione's like head go because they're because at first they're skeptical. Was there something weird about this store? Was it like? For bad people, Borgen and Burks is in uh, is in Nocturne Alley. Nocturne Alley is usually <clears throat> where dark wizards, dark objects, uh, the people, the sleazy people. Mm-hmm. That's where they go for their stuff. Borgen and Burks is a shop that handles and cursed and uh, other types of not so great items. So it's, the um, uh, reputation is not that great. In the second movie, when they use flu powder, uh, the Morgan and Burks is where Harry ended up when he went, you know, sideways and ended up in like a, a random shop. He ended up in Morgan and Burks. That was Morgan and Burks' shop. Yeah. Um, and... So him, them going there. Yeah, I mean, Ron makes a very good point in the in the train. Though he's like, "Why would he be there?" And he's like, "Because." He's a creepy. He's a, creep, it's a creepy, it's a creepy store. store. He's, he's a, a creepy, creepy guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? Why are you surprised at this? That's why I said when we reviewed the second movie, I was like, Draco's kind of goth. <laughs> yeah, he really is kind of gothy. Yeah. Oh, this this kind of looks pretty good. Yeah, right? like, yeah. He'd have black candles and shit yeah, in his bedroom. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. see. I can't stand him. I can't stand Draco, but I kind of have the same like home, same home, de- de- home decor aesthetic. Right. No, just like it's not Halloween decor. Here. It's just decor. Yes. Right. No, well, no, but Dan likes the skulls, and he likes uh, yeah. the he likes the. Uh, Oh, like my uncle's house with all the dragons and skulls. Oh, yeah. And the angel yep. of death on his black Christmas tree. Yeah. See, and I'm you, cool with that, though. Yeah. Your uncle also has the fake skull with the arrow through pointed towards his neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah. Is that outside? Yeah, outside, yeah. Oh, outside and then the he tree. skeleton flamingos yeah. for, on the lawn. See, yeah. your mom would like that. Yep. Yeah. Your mom would yeah. like that. That's something that we should get her for, like, Mother's Day. Yeah. Like, I like those, uh, the, the people who uh, bought, like, those 20-foot skeletons and just keep them out for every holiday. Yeah. <laughs> There's one them yeah. up like Santa. I saw one on a website down in Florida. The guy who just keeps doing it, his neighbors were like, Oh, you can't do that because they were threatening to form an HOA and then yep. get, try to force them to get oh rid of God, it. Oh my God, good luck with that. Yeah, and try to force them to get rid of it and then do that. And they were like, okay. And then he just kept changing the Skulls costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I, I like that. There's, uh, yeah. I can't remember exactly. I think it's, is it Arcade Ave in, um, in North... In North Providence, I think it's Arcade Ave. There's a it's a house along along my route to work that has a bunch. It's not like the twenty foot skeletons, but it's yeah. got like the smaller ones. Right, and they have them out for just all different like holidays, and they'll set up scenes. 
That's fantastic. Like one of yeah. them, uh, around Christmas time last year, they had it set up. There was like an inflatable RV, and yeah. one of them was dressed up like Cousin Eddie. And nice. like, shitter's full, standing by the edge of the street. <laughs> you did send me that. Yeah, yeah you did send me that. That was great. So, on the Hogwarts Express here, on the Hogwarts Express here, finally, the uh, Harry sneaks into the Slytherin carriage here, and then it uses invisibility cloak to see what Malfoy's doing. Malfoy's kind of it's kind of bad mouth at Hogwarts for a little while. I was kind of confused. Like, was he always was Harry always hiding on the ground in the middle of the hall? No, he no, was, he was no. up on the luggage rack. He, oh. cli- he climbed up there after the poof of of darkness. And I don't know why it is that that uh, Draco can see him. I think they go into it in the maybe he almost stepped on him. Yeah. No, because he. Um... He just, I don't know if he did, but he felt his presence somehow. I don't remember. There's a reason for it, but it's in the book and I can't remember. And they don't really get into um, it. They just imply that he, he can see he it. He knows that something, that someone else was there. And he knows that it was Harry, which is why he was like, yeah, everybody get off. And that's when he did the stupefy. Well, if he's aligned no. with Voldemort. No, Petrificus Probably Petrificus has Totalis. some kind of spidey sense about his enemy. Yeah, maybe. I think, it, um, I honestly think it's more of a... That- wasn't the case though, no. but it's um No, the only one who has spidey sense about yeah. Harry is, is Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, listeners, I think you would probably correct us with this, but I do think it has something to do with the fact that Harry's parcel tongue. No. And No. Um, okay. No. no. Has nothing to do with that. Because the only heir of Slytherin is Voldemort. Right. It's not uh it's not part of um Draco's Bloodline at all. I thought there was something along that line, but it was... No, um, I don't think so. Yeah, so when he stupefies Harry there, he's lying there, and it just the train's going to go back to London, and, you know, in Malfoy's mind, you know, he'll just go ahead and stay on the train and just and never go to him. school again. And uh, But Luna Lovegood finds him and then counters the spell. I love Luna. Crazy glasses. No, she was tracking the Raxfords. This is a character I want to hang out with. Yes, Luna is great. Are yeah. all the weird invisible things or stuff that she says... They're real. Okay. Yeah. Yes, they are real. <laughs> the, the... What was it called? Ra- Raxperts. The Raxperts. Yes, they're real. He's, the glasses that she's wearing... Are the only things in the world that are allowed that you can see them with. Yeah, I was just thinking of that episode of Are You Free of the Dark with the glasses that let them see other dimensional <laughs> people just all in black. Just Huh. It was a while ago. Yes, no. Uh, hold on, I remember that the episode. Specs. I don't remember. No, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, the super was, specs. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember this one now. It kind of had a holographic yeah. look, mm-hmm. I think, around them, It was too. from Sardo's shop, wasn't it? Sardo, no, Mr. Accent on the new. Uh, uh, so Harry finds out, and here's a good line, too. Harry discovers that he can go into potions class because his AWLs, he, had, he was okay. fine with it. So, so, okay, Draco breaks <laughs> Harry's nose, Luna fixes Harry's nose, and then my favorite scene in the entire movie happens, yeah. which is Ron and, 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 <laughs> and Harry are standing up against the wall, standing on like a, on yeah. like a, a bench or something, yeah. and they're just girl watching. They yeah. are they are legit they're watching. They're going. <laughs> <laughs> they're like giggling, and McGonagall comes out and she sees the two of them, and she's like, 
oh no, this ain't happening. She calls Harry over and she was like, yo, why aren't you in potions? And he's like, oh, because, you know, I, I, I was told that I can't, Chris. I have a free period. I was told <laughs> that I, uh, I can't take the next step because of my, how I, you know, my owls. My owls. And she's like, yeah, well, that was with uh, with Snape. And since Snape is now the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, um, you can take potions. So get to potions. And he's like, okay. And she's like, and take Weasley with you. He's far too happy over there. <laughs> now I'm imagining what if Beavis and Butt had gotten to Hogwarts or oh wandered into God. there. I mean, that's Crab and Goyle. Yeah. 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 I didn't know you could read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can read. Oh god, they'd be learning spells to flip skirts up or something. There's a scene be- that... If it was in the 80s. Yeah, there's a scene that Goyle does in the last movie that kind of shows how incompetent he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's it has to do with fire. It's mm. pretty great. Um, mm. But he is completely incompetent when it comes to spell casting. So, because... It's gonna be fun. It is, it's a great scene because all you see is him going like this. And he's looking at his own wand, like, what is going on? And it's not working. It's, I, I love <laughs> nice. that scene. Um, but, yeah, so you've, you've got the two of them. They go to Slughorn's class, and Slughorn is like, come in, come in. Is this before the Slughorn gets recruited to come back? No, he's no, already he's been recruited. Yeah. Oh, because I remember Dumbledore bringing bring Harry. Oh, to the, ha- to to the house. house. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and he's like, oh yeah, he wants to collect you on his... Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna he's want gonna you on his wall. To, he's gonna try to collect you. Let him. Yeah, yeah. his wall of previous uh, accomplishments, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like Harry's mom was Harry's mom's picture. one of them. Yep. So... That's what gets him to go back to the job. Right. And it's it's pretty great because it this entire scene is, is really funny because... You have the boys who neither one of them are prepared, so they he they have to use the books that are in the classroom. And there's like one tatty and like wrecked book, and there's one brand new book. And you know, Ron, being a Weasley, has never had a brand new anything, and he's like, "I want it, I want it," and they start fighting over it. <laughs> I love that. And he and Ron finally gets the new book, and he's like, "Yeah," and Harry's like, "Whatever." He opens the book, and it says, the "Property of the Half Blood Prince," and. It's got all sorts of... It's essentially... This potions book has become this person's essential diary. Mm. Every... Um, all kinds of notes. Notes and shit. thoughts and everything else is in this. And Harry learns a lot from this book. Yeah, um, and he keeps it like his own little Bible on, right. the, side of his, on the side of his bed. And he's always reading it. Always I was wondering if it was enchanted or something. So did I. Initially, yeah. when, uh, when I first read the book, too, I thought that maybe the book was enchanted, like a Horcruxy type situation. Like, um, clouding it, making him desperate to keep up. Yeah, exactly. Himself. But no, no, it's just Harry feels a weird sort of attachment to this book. Besides, it tells him that, uh, that oh, even though the book says to cut the thingy, it dies. Oh, squish crush it. it. Crush it instead. And, and, and so why would the book say to cut it? Because the, well, Because I don't think they want people to make this death potion. Right. <laughs> And, and Hermione is fully scandalized that he's not following the letter of the uh, of the rules in the book. It's like, what, how, what? No, but the book specifically says cut, and I'm like, and it's escaping you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah are these things alive? Yes. Or are they? Yeah, I think uh, they're bugs. I yeah. thought they were just so round that 
No, you try to cut it, it would just go fling across the room. There's a scene where Hermione's actually trying to keep it in her oh. hand because it keeps moving. So I'm pretty sure it's a bug of some sort. And we've and we've uh, our, we've kind of puzzled out that Seamus is straight up a pyromancer. No matter what he right. tries to do, it just it, it turns into flame. It blows up in his face. Which <laughs> he's, he's uh, if, we're, if we're remembering for uh, like Warhammer, he's a bright he's a bright mage. Was, when I saw that, it reminded me of an older episode of The Simpsons where Homer became. Uh, some of you probably know what I'm talking about. Homer became Mr. Burns' caretaker. Yep. So like where he starts making like starts making pancakes and the pan catches fire, <laughs> then he punches out a microwave and then tries to make shish kebab and catches fire. And then he makes a bowl of cereal and it catches, and catches fire. fire. <laughs> yep. Like like it just reminded me of that. He was no. And he broke goes into it goes into Mr. Burns' room and he goes, Here's your donut. Like, 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 like right, right, out of a bag too. He's like, I, I didn't know the context behind it, but I have seen the yeah. milk cereal. Yeah. I've seen that that yeah. three panel. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> like, like, but but it's Homer's response of hmm. <laughs> like, like that always gets me. Um, but in this, uh, in the potions class, Harry starts excelling, but where he's like, they're going to be rewarded with liquid luck if they make death. Yep. Let's make this, eat this. A draft of living death. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because, I, I, that's the thing, is because you're really not supposed to brew it. Yeah. <laughs> there are no, there are no safety procedures anywhere in this school, because I also brought up later, yeah. there are no handrails on these stone <laughs> stairs. No. It's like how how many stu- how many gawky awkward teenagers have plummeted and broken everything falling yeah. down these goddamn stairs. Yeah. And I, I know that Neville at least has fallen down a few times. I mean, yeah. maybe you gotta have him. Why don't they have more like energy barriers? Yeah, like sincerely. Like yeah. when they're later when they're walking out in that disgusting amount of snow, it's like. Do you at least have like a heat shield you can summon around yourself? <laughs> I'm sure there are spells that allow you to do it. Or yeah. maybe like enchanted clothes that keep you warm or perfectly temperature. That would be a great thing. Yeah. They yeah. never bring it up in the movies. So yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming that they do have enchanted clothing shops. Well, you got spells for a lot of things, but also one of the things Here's that got me, they talked about the love spell earlier. And yeah, how she loved her, fucking tea her, yeah, love potions. Yeah, the love potion there where Hermione is smelling grass and peppermint and toothpaste. Oh, the, the peppermint toothpaste Spearmint because Ron, Ron had spearmint toothpaste on his mouth that she wiped <sighs> off. Yeah. And, uh, and she no, even he, said... He wiped it off of her. Oh, he wiped her peppermint toothpaste off and or spearmint toothpaste and that's what she smells. So it's it's obvious where that's going with her. And yeah, it's that's to smell like yeah. what you're attracted to. Yeah, knowing what I know, like watching these movies, but knowing what I know, you can kind of see that coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Like that was going to happen for a long time, especially Goblet of Fire, which took a very big chunk of that out of the out of there. See the the way it's filmed. Yeah. The next movie. Makes everything so confusing. I yeah. Uh, you haven't have you seen the seventh movie? So the no. seven one. Okay, so you don't you really don't know because it's it's not a real huge deviation from the book. <laughs> it's arguing in the woods. Yeah. It's arguing in the woods part one. I've read um, it all. I've, I've read it all and I've listened to audiobooks, so way, I know the whole deal. The way it's filmed, it makes it look like Harry and Hermione start to feel something for each other. That, yeah, that I always 
I thought when I was going through it, I thought that's the way it was going to end up. Yeah, so did I. But yeah. it's it, but does it does do a sharp turn? Right, it doesn't. But there's a scene that that's not in the books that's in the movie that yeah. makes you go, "Why?" Right. <laughs> like just just why? There's no yeah. point to it, but it, it's to, to establish a friendship, I yeah. guess thing. But it's still it it's it's weird. The dynamic turns weird next yeah. movie. Yeah, um, and I think it's a lot of trauma myself. I think that's the way it should have been. I know there was a lot of AI-generated things that I'm um, in a Facebook group I belong to with the Harry Potter fan club, and there was AI-generated what if Harry and uh, Hermione got together. God. And it's like, people are like, I'm going to fucking puke. <laughs> I want to puke. I want to fucking puke. Um, but, you know, one of the potions and everything, one of the things that got me in this one is I thought about it and I can fuzzy on book six myself, but, you know, introduced to Lavender Brown. Oh, Lavender. And I'm thinking some Oh, one, one. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, my robot's here. Oh, no. I was just glad they were kind of realistic oh, that... You know, you know I feel names. the same way. Because a lot of times, you know, for narrative expositional purposes, people call them uh, other characters by their normal, proper legal names. Yeah. But now we know they should probably use affectionate names, and there we go. Say, I'm just I'm just glad that you're not into, like, cutesy nicknames it to that level. Gotcha. Yeah. Oof. No thanks. Yeah, I get it. And it's still, you know, where you have a Hermione getting upset who harbors some feelings for him. Harry consoles her and acknowledging his own feelings for Ginny. Yeah, but, this is after the scene where Ron um, uh, helps them win uh, the the Quidditch game. The Quidditch yeah, yeah. against, um, uh, against yeah. So yeah, so Ron stays on the team because Hermione does a Confundus charm on McLagan. Yeah. Um, Cor- so Cormac's an absolute creep. Oh, Cormac's yeah. a creep. Absolutely. I'm not. Is that his first name? Yeah, his yeah. name is Cormac McLagan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of. They both kind of sound like last names, right? And uh, funnily enough, the actor who plays him has a very nice singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> he really, he really does. <laughs> yes. Huh. He has a very nice singing yeah. voice. Um, he was in a movie called uh, Cinderella Story. Uh. Something for a song or whatever. It, it was a TV movie, ABC Family. I watched it. It was fun. He has a nice singing voice. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, he uh, he ends up just being like a sort of side character who just is there he's to annoy. Thrown out pretty quick. Yeah, in my he's, opinion. he's yeah. there to to annoy Hermione and Ron yeah. essentially. Um, um, does Hermione does you know take him off. Uh, to the to the party, jealous. yeah, because yeah. she thought it would annoy Ron the most. Now, what they don't get into is the beginning of the book. Hermione talks about how she's still in contact with Crumb. Right, they're like pen pals. They they speak. They talk. I to remember each other. that. And yeah, oh yeah. Ron is pissed off yeah. that she's still talking to him. Like she, he's he's really upset that yeah. she's still talking to Crumb because he's like, why? He's not here. Yeah. Like, why Why even bring it up? And that's what kind of spawns him to hook up with Lavender. Yeah. Because, well, if she's still going to be talking to guys, then what's stopping me? Right. And, that's, and, and they, didn't, they didn't say that in the movie, but that's sort of what happens in the book. 
I kind of think it was also partly Rupert kind of wanting to have something. Well, it's in the book, it's, so... You but know. at least in these movies alone, he's been the one that just is really scared or just crying about something. Right. He's like, let me at least have some glory here. Poor, poor Rupert, yeah. though, because during the filming of this, when he gets hit with the love potion, specifically that scene, <laughs> he had the swine flu. Yeah. Oh, the no. actor had the swine flu, and he the scene when he's like, you know, dying on the ground from the poison and everything, yeah, he, he sits up yeah. and he looks like death. Yeah. It's because he felt like death. Like the pork he was, he was really sick. As hell. But it's even when he's like gazing at the moon, he's he's sick. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has swine flu. Oh god. Yeah, you yeah. Can Does see he that. have medicine? Because he was very effective at um well, that's why high as balls. Well that's the next part is when he's in bed for a while and he doesn't show up for a little bit, he got to recover. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, during that, that entire scene he was he was sick with swine flu. Yeah. Um which it's like, oh poor guy. Like the swine flu sucked. Yeah. So ugh. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it was the COVID of the time. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah, for, you know, it didn't spread that far. No, it didn't. Um, and Not so, like bird flu. No, Because no. that was with chicken. Yeah, yeah, so Harry spends some time in the Christmas holidays with the Weasleys, and his suspicions about Draco are dismissed by the Order, but Arthur reveals that the Malfoys are maybe interested in the Vanishing Cabinet. And the Vanishing Cabinet is a little tool that kind of went on the wayside for a while, but there is one at Borgen and Burks, and they find the they find out that you know, people would use it, but it kind of had a mind of its own. Yeah, they, it, you didn't always end up where you were supposed to. Vanishing Cabinets were used a lot for people who were trying to get away from Voldemort. And if they showed up in the house to kidnap them or kill them, they would jump in the vanishing cabinet and show up somewhere else. Um, the problem with the vanishing cabinet is it didn't always work properly. You didn't always end up where you were supposed to, and not all of you might end up where it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a ch- it was risky to use. So did it have a location set or um I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think I think the whole thing is um, you probably had a location that you were set when you put through the kind of like a flume powder sort of thing. Yeah. Um, the one in Borgen and Burks is special. Yeah, that's because I'm thinking like, do they both need twins? That one does. That one. Yeah. That one specifically is it. That one is part of a set. Yeah, I would imagine they had to set it up that way, and I think with the explanation of what I remember. There were so few left. Yeah, a lot of them got destroyed. Yeah, that, you know, with having two in a general vicinity of each other... Is odd. Is odd enough, So, you, but the more likelihood you're... The more likelihood you're going to have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be able to travel between the two, so... But uh, Bellatrix and Greyback attack and destroy the burrow. And this particular scene, I mean, they're heading out into the wheat field, and you get that like trauma bonding between Harry and her and uh, Ginny. They was were that already the middle of the night thing. Yeah, yeah. It was the middle of the night, and Harry goes out after Bellatrix because she starts singing. I, yeah. I killed Sirius Black. Yeah, you totally don't. You know she's leading you into a super right, trap. but he's right. Harry's running on emotion and instinct, so. His whole thing is, I need to protect, you know, my people. And then, of so course, Ginny also, starts ch- chasing him, like... See, it's also pure rage, because yeah, he, he, yeah. he hates 
Bellatrix. Yeah. Like, yeah, she fully. took away the she only his yeah. family. the only family yeah. he had left. Which, yeah. And Harry's not realizing that he's he's a Weasley at right. this point. He has right. a family. But, but he's like, but he's a teenage boy who's going through a lot of emotions. It's it's I can remember being at that point ready to go. Yeah. You know, being at that point ready to go for some things and being ready. And um, I had a lot of harboring anger. My uh, grandfather died when I was 15, died of emphysema. (laughs) And, you know, it is caused by somebody who was heavily smoking. And, you know, I had family members who were heavily smoking. And from what I knew at the time... Um, and I'm not going to say too much, but I knew I had some birth defects because of, you know, I didn't know the reasons why at that point, but I had a lot of anger and anyone who did smoke, I really just harbored a lot of anger towards them Mm. for quite some, probably until I was in my mid twenties ish Mm. or so somewhere there. Um, but I can see that situation, but I could see Harry's anger here because unlike five where he's angsty teen who just hates everything, this one, I'm like, okay, he just lost the only chance he ever gets to some normality, mm-hmm. quote, normality at this point. Mm-hmm. So now he's there and going, okay, like Dumbledore, trust me, something happened. And the only home he ever felt safe in is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everything is falling apart and it doesn't I get stop. it. Yeah. Like, it no, it doesn't, stop. Stop. it doesn't no. stop. It doesn't no. stop. Everything falls apart. Yeah. It's just the beginning so, of the fall. And at Hogwarts, Dumbledore asks Harry, hey, go ahead and retrieve that memory of young Voldemort with Slughorn and shows him the first time he ever met them. The right. pens collect all these? From people. Well, the yeah. first one, well, when, like he over meets, time. when he meets Voldemort as a child, that's yeah. his own memory. Yeah. Um, And then... Slughorn's memory was because he talked to Slughorn and wanted to know about some conversations he had with Tom Riddle before. Uh, and, um, and the memory that Slughorn gave him, he is, changed it. He changed yeah. his own memory. Because he was ashamed of it. Yeah. Yeah, and with that, I just kind of kind of think of it. I'm like, okay, he's storing the memories, and I kind of get it. Dumbledore's getting older. He's established. He's somewhere between 100 and 150. Yeah. Quite old, you know, what might retain? Will his brain break down as he keeps living on? So, makes sense. But is there got to be, someone has got to have some comic panels. And granted, it's the internet. It's going to happen where he shares the wrong memory with Harry. Whoops. You know, <laughs> or, or something. Or like, you know, like, oh, this like, look at that memory. Oh, no. I can only think about... What I know about Voldemort's, not Voldemort, uh, Dumbledore's past. Yeah. I don't want to see those memories. No, 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 no. I don't want to see no. that. I don't, I don't. Johnny Depp can stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you say you're confused, guys? Oh, um, but I kind of remembered what I'd missed. Because initially I didn't know it was Dumbledore's memory. I thought he just had a cabinet full of Voldemort's memories. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> And I was just like, wait, why isn't the thing at the orphanage from the kid's point of view? I'm confused. But now I'm thinking I missed something. Yeah, the the pensive scenes, uh, the first one is Dumbledore's memory. And the reason that we're seeing it in sort of a third person is because we're seeing it through Harry's eyes. Because Harry's the one who's watching it. Because otherwise, if Dumbledore had gone into it, he would have been seeing it probably through his own. It would have, yeah, it would have been from his perspective. 
but if it's a memory, memories are always in the person's first person perspective. Sometimes. When you're not, if you're looking at it from the outside. If I stuck a memory in your head, it, it would you would be in my driver's seat. Right, but we're not in your head. We're in a bowl of water. Yeah. Speaking of trauma bonding, shit, that was when I got all of us together. Existo. I thought about that earlier today, too. I thought about fucking A this morning. So. <laughs> Uh, Pogo dick. Helicopter. That was that was a movie. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but yeah, memories. <laughs> went into the memories. He goes. Yeah. Through, he sees, he sees a couple of young uh, young Voldemort's memories, and you see that he had he was a creepy motherfucker back then too. Um, yeah. He knew how to use the shells, I guess. I guess. He had a bunch of shells on his <laughs> on his window sill. Yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> the thing is they cut a lot they cut a lot about Voldemort's backstory yeah. out of this. Um, they do. And they never yeah. actually like touch upon it again. Yeah. I know a lot about his backstory because I read the book, but uh, with the also the, the origin of the ring that uh yeah. that um uh Dumbledore had, they do not get into at all. No. Isn't that a horcrux? It is a horcrux. It is a horcrux, but like the, the origin of it and why he made it into one. Right. They don't get into at, at all. Yeah, it's just like this artifact that Dumbledore right. has. Right, and it's, yeah. no, I believe it was owned by his mother? Yeah. His mother. That was his mother's ring? Yeah, and you see it um, earlier with the... Um, no, when he has to yeah. go find the seven Dragon Balls. Yeah. The thing is, there are seven horcruxes. Exactly. We don't know that yet, though, yeah. and that's, that's the thing is, uh, Dumbledore never tells Harry anything. Right. And we did and bring up Dragon Balls in this movie. Yeah, they do. Dragon Balls. What, but, what am I eating, by the way? And then McLagan throws up. <laughs> yeah, are they supposed to make you throw up? Or is it like No, a... he did it because he thought he was actually eating dragon testicles. Oh, okay. So, yeah. um... The a Rocky Mountain Oyster. Yeah, they, but... they called it... He, he he called it Dragon Tartar. Mm-hmm. Is what the, the waiter called it. And it gives you atrocious breath. It's like a, it gives you awful, uh, awful breath. And that's why Hermione eats God. one. But it's like... I don't. I don't think that's what tartar means. Doesn't tartar just mean raw? Yeah. And it. I don't know. Tartar. Yeah, like raw, steak tartar yeah, is yeah. just raw steak. I'm still picturing raw and tartar sauce. Down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's why I was like dragon. So you're eating raw dragon. Yeah. That's essentially what it. it Pretty much. Yeah. Sushi. Yeah. It's like it's different. It's Super meat. Point though. It's it's on the yeah. same sort yeah. of wavelength, but it's different because tartar is usually made with red meat because yeah. you can eat red meat raw and. Not immediately die. No, you might get small amounts of it. You, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you might get a uh, tapeworm, but <laughs> right. Yeah, but um, yeah, small you, amount. You won't die from eating raw. Yeah, meat. not raw steak anyway. Yeah. French dish of dish of raw ground beef. Mm. See, I know things. Yeah, I do know things. Yeah. So Ron, here's there's a good scene here. We mentioned before about Ron being really really sick, uh, or Rupert rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he accidentally ingests a love potion that's intended for Harry, <laughs> and Harry takes him to Slughorn for the cure. 
Yeah, see, Love Potion's kind of creeped me out because it's got that whole non-consensual thing going on. Yeah. yeah. It's just, mm, mm, don't like that. Yeah. Why are you showing this to teenagers who yeah. probably well, don't have better judgment? At the joke shop, I'm pretty sure it yeah. was just like a minor thing. Like exactly. it, it maybe lasts like ten minutes and then you're done. Yeah. Whereas this the love potion, the one that Romilda made, was a heavy love potion. It was way more potent than Ron looked really high. She knows. Yes, he, did. he looked hello, darling. Fancy mm. drink. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like so, the edibles. Yes. Yeah, and so I was Slughorn go ahead and take care of this. He intended as a gift <laughs> to Dumbledore, gives, but he, he make, gets him drunk. He gives underage wizards alcohol. Yeah. That's always the best idea. I thought that was the pick me up after he cured Ron. It yeah. is, but still, yeah. he's about yeah. to give them liquor. Yeah. They're 16. Like, oh, I don't know. Um, I'm, hair pretty, dog. I'm pretty sure the drinking age in England is 18. Um, so probably I am pretty yeah. sure it is actually. Um, but still, it's their underage. Okay, no, what you're you're in love too much. I'll drink this. Here, drink this. You're yeah. sad after your uh, here, bottoms up. <laughs> infatuation wore off here. This depressant will cure your depression, right? right. This 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 will yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. So Harry's quick thinking actually saves her on while recovering in the infirmary. He murmurs Harry's name, Hermione's name. If you murder Harry's name, that would have changed the genre completely. Uh, it's like I think I, I think. I ordered the wrong Harry Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in front of uh, Lavender when Lavender comes to visit him, this and then one, I'm here. Has he been uh, asking for Hermione. me? No. Yeah. Has he been asking for no? And then after and, and later on, Hermione basically calls her a bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, Ron's like, "How did I break up again?" I love it. I love how she described it though. It wasn't you, a long you, conversation. You talked in your sleep, it, but she never says in your sleep. She just says oh. you talked. It wasn't a particularly long conversation. <laughs> like, and she it. definitely is not admitting that yeah, anything. Well, that's why she asked. She's like, is that all you remember? And he was like, sort of. And then he stops and he thinks he's like, well, maybe. No, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> he said that. Like, yeah. I didn't say that. I, no, yeah. there's no way. No. Yeah, no. Harry confronts him about the uh, crunch Draco at the poison meat. And also there's a cursed necklace that nearly kills Katie Bell. Yep, Katie gets... Gets cursed. Yeah, her, um, yeah her, her curiosity gets the better of her. She wants to look at it and gets, like... Her, yeah, she gets... She, she rises dies. up in Resist. a T-pose. Yes, yeah. and screams. The scream, I thought, was interesting because it does that sort of dim, like, it's a scream from far away, even though it's happening right in front of them. It's a really cool audio. I really mm. liked it. I was like, oh, this is just neat and terrifying. Yeah. I was afraid she'd get a lot of fall damage. Yeah. Guy, but... Right? The way she slams into the ground. That's at least, right. that's at least 3d6 of damage right there. <laughs> the fall didn't look as high as I thought it would be, though, but considering the slam, she's in the sky. But the slam looked hard. Like, she looked like yeah. she hit the ground pretty hard. Like, it, somebody threw her down to the ground. Yeah, it reminded me, like, like, remi- remind me of that. I don't know. I thought the same thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, but Katie comes out, and Draco sees Katie, and has a fucking meltdown. Yeah. Now, Draco this entire time has been going to the Room of Requirement. And dramatically and pulling this this every time off of the thing. I every brought time. something up to him. I'm like, why does he keep putting the damn thing back on the Vashi cabinet? Yeah. Nobody else is in the Room Requirement. But every time he goes in, he pulls down the blanket that's on top right. of the Vashi cabinet. And he does it with a flourish every single time. Right, yeah. He does it one-handedly, yeah. and he flourishes it like... Get off this thing. Yeah. I'm going to be extra. 
Why is there so much crap and random crap in that room? Because that's like storage. It's what you might need. It's it's magic storage. It didn't look that way in the last movie. No, because Because that's not what they needed it for. The room of requirement does what you has it is full of stuff that you require. So if you need an empty room, if I need a million dollars, there'd be a room filled with a million dollars in it. But you have to. But you have to. You have to need it. Like truly need it. Yeah. And Draco needed something to yeah. help him, so the room went okay. The room doesn't have any malicious intent; it's just a room. It's yeah, a magic the room, room. The room is just is just trying to help whoever it is that truly needs the help. Yep. Yeah. So he's he's been playing with this vanishing cabinet, and I feel bad for the canary. Yeah. Like, yeah. That scene made me sad. Didn't it keep showing like a? Blackbird in a cage that's in another cage. Yes, he and uh, it it looks black, but it's actually a canary. It's hard to tell when they I sucked know. out the color in this yeah. movie. I know. But they could they should have made the canary like a definite brighter yellow yeah. because canaries are yellow. Though I was still sad. I was still sad that 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 it because it kind of I thought at first it was going to be a sparrow, but it was a canary. It's verb. Verb there's, is dead. There's a. He did try with an apple, and then it came. Back. Well, the, the apple came back with a bite in it. Yeah. So it shows that that worked. the The teleport worked. Was somebody on the other side? Yes. Yeah. There was somebody oh. in Borgen and Burke. Or Burke was. Okay. Was on I'm the just other like, side. did he send it to another dimension and nope. some creature bit it? And nope. He sent it to the to the place, and it was showed that somebody bite it. Ew. What is this pack? Because the the vanishy cabinet was broken. He's been fixing it. Oh, and that's why he was testing it. First, he tested it with the apple, but then he tested it with the canary, and the canary came back dead. So it shows that there was still some sort of disconnect between the two, then, and he was trying to fix it. Then why does the canary show up later in the shop? Is it a different one? It's the same. It's the same canary, but when it shipped back is when it dies. Yeah, it ships there just fine. But when it's the comeback is when it dies between. But I, I thought another songbird shows up. No. I'm confused. Yeah. Like later on. Unless he takes, I think he might take another bird and it's successful. Yeah. Oh. Like the first one dies, the second one is successful. Yeah, they should have really added some color and make that clear if that was the case. Yeah. Like yeah. one is. And the second one is the one that right, Harry, because he, and, Harry, they open, Harry and Ginny find. Harry and Ginny find a live bird. Yeah. Inside. That. That's the one that he, he sent another one there and they sent it back I just, and it was still alive. I don't know. I just thought it's. Maybe it went back in time and Mm-mm. undied, no. or the room provided us another bird. And what is that bird doing in there? It's is because feeding it. It's because Draco sent it, but I don't think anybody was there to send it back just then. Oh, I thought he was. I, so the bird didn't come with the room. No. Draco brought the bird in. The first one he brought in was the canary, and then the second one is the one he stole from the uh, from the cage. That's why the cage was empty. Oh, so was there a cage in the room? Before? No, he brought he brought the first one himself. That was confusing. Yeah, it is. They don't they don't really go over it that much. It's literally just to show. It's like, oh look, this one didn't work, but this one did. This transfer, which I it. couldn't even tell the birds apart. Thank you. Right, if they had just done a bit more bright canary yellow, things might have been different. But I'm mm. not going into this. But anyway, Draco sees Katie and has a fucking mental breakdown. <laughs> He runs into the bathroom. He starts to cry. Oh, I thought he was crying over the dead bird. No, he was no. crying over the fact that Katie's back and all of the guilt and stress and everything yeah. is just getting to him. And he, yeah. just, he never intended to hurt Katie. Yeah, yeah he never was, intended really to hurt anybody. anybody. He's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a dickhead, but he's yeah. not a murderer. 
Right. You know, and he's and that's just one thing about his character that to me in this movie makes him so fucking pitiful. Right. Is that he he has a job to do. He's actually trying to do the job, even though it's not the best job in the world, but he's sixteen years old. Right. And he's got all this pressure on him because and he starts to cry later on because he says if I don't do it when he's talking to Dumbledore, yeah. he'll kill me yeah. and my family. Right. Like he right. knows that he's he's stuck. Yeah. And he Yeah, even when he shows him the tattoo later. Right. He's yeah. like, Look, I'm one of them and he yeah. but he's like, I don't really want to be. Like he's yeah. just not just want to be a chosen. Kid. Yeah. He just, he's oh, just. And we had the we had the great line. Oh, but I am the chosen one. I am the chosen one. Well, that's Harry. Yes. Yeah. He smacked them. Yes. Yeah. So the he duel. was not um, for context. He was not gloating about it. Yeah. He was. Oh yeah. yeah. He was. He was one of those. She, only she only she likes you because she thinks you're the chosen one. But I am the chosen one. Black. Yeah, which is a good sisterly way of handling yeah. things. Yes, definitely. Like, the, uh, so, but the duel in the bathroom between, I was thinking, like, maybe I missed this, or maybe because they only have one set, but it seemed like it was Moaning Myrtle's it bathroom. It is Moaning Myrtle's yeah, okay. bathroom. Oh, he, was, yeah, he went there because he wanted to be alone. fucking lady. I mean, she she has like, no luck. Just looking at it going, oh, oh, there they go again. Myrtle got killed by a basilisk, and it, then her bathroom gets beaten up. Yeah. I would think she would be thrilled to have more boys in visit. Yeah. Well, considering the way she was in the fourth one, yeah, yeah that makes she, sense. She yeah. I don't think she shows up again. Yeah. I think she's. I think Myrtle's done. Yeah, so... In the series. The, but Harry uses one of the princes, half-blood princes' curse without Sectum knowing what it is. Sectumsempra. Because in the book it says Sectumsempra for enemies. Yeah. And it's basically just like bleed the spell. Yeah, yeah. It, he basically splinches... Um, Draco. Yeah, he used to mouth was severely injured, but yeah. Snape uh, kind of arrives right on time and reverses everything. But he looks, and we looked up, I actually looked up the spell that yeah. he uses, because I was like, what kind of healing spell is this? All yeah. these spells are basically just kind of pigeon Latin. Yeah. And, it, and it, the spell is, uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it uh, translates to, to heal the wounds. Oh, and like it's implying deep wounds. In, yeah, so... Um, Harry ran, ran off. Harry ran off but because Snape was totally sawed in and it's just like. And he, well, Snape sees the spell that he uses, and he's like, "I know this spell." Yeah. And then he—that's he, why he's kind of looking at Harry like, "What the fuck?" And Draco, Draco's like severely injured, and I don't think Harry meant to do that because yeah. he never—he tells his he friends. Didn't know what it was either. Right, he tells his friends, and his friends are like, "You need to get rid of that book. Yeah. Like, that's it." Like, you, you could have killed him. Yeah, and Ginny, you just kind of like, what, what is wrong with you? You could have just brewed him an instant yeah. death, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, the book is just so safe without <laughs> Right? Yeah. So, it seemed pretty dumb to cast a spell for enemies that he didn't even know if it would kill right. him or not. He should have tested it first, but he was like, no, this will be a cool thing to do. I just kind of wondered if it was supposed to kind of come back with the, oh, I hope I'm not going to turn evil, too, kind of thing. Well, I think that's what his friends kind of are there for, going, dude, you're getting a little, this is, this is, you've gone past the point of no return now. You need to, uh, you need to dial it back. We need to get rid of this book. Mm. And that's kind of what, like, spawns it for him to go, yeah, yeah, I think so. And that's when they, when they decide, let's put it in the requirement. What if someone finds it? That's why Ginny hides it. So that 
unless you're really truly looking for it, it's just going to lose itself in the room of requirement, just like everything else in there. I mean, she should have just pitched it into the distance. She right. should have just threw it in the fireplace. But right. is it? Yeah, or at least tried to burn it, but then maybe the hell, there, might have been a, there might have been a spell on it. We don't yeah. know. What the hell? Gary Oldman's not talking to her anymore. Right, so, no. right, exactly. Yeah. So, and they actually mention in the in the books occasionally, like Harry just kind of hanging out in the in the, in the common room and just kind of idly looking at the fire and hoping that. You know, Sirius would talk to him. Yeah. Even though There's he's, a, lot he's of, gone. a lot of things that are just, like, yeah. left out. True. Well, this, yeah. again, it's a yeah. movie. You're not going to be able to throw everything in yeah. there. Now, in Hagrid's hut, though, and when Harry uses a liquid luck potion, he says, okay, I'm going to figure out what this is. I'm going to get that memory that Dumbledore needs. I'll just drink I'm, that I'm liquid gonna luck. I'm going to go see Hagrid. Wait, the, why? Because. The, the luck is supposed to make you succeed at all Anything your, within an hour. Yeah. All your yeah. endeavors. And yeah. had he drinks the potion and they had come up with a plan. Yeah. And then Harry's like, nah, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm I know what I'm doing. Or, well, I just Felix really does. got this feeling. You gotta trust me. And he's like, yeah. it's like, I, but he's so bubbly. It yeah. like, it makes you. There's his confidence. Yeah. It makes you really, really like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's just kind of how Harry is through the whole thing. It's just like, yeah, it's also the pinchers. Yeah, right. Uh, when he's when they go see Aragog, when yeah. uh, he, first he finds Slughorn stealing um, the leaves off of plants for purely academic purposes, right? Not to sell them for ten galleons apiece in Nocturne Alley. No, no, purely academic purposes. Um, um. He goes and. Uh, Harry's like, uh huh, okay, well, I'm leaving, bye. And he's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm gonna go visit Hagrid. Well, it's the mo- it's, it's, it's almost nightfall. Yeah. Like, well, then come with me then. How can yeah. you tell when every shot is it's so deep and yeah. dark? It's like, and you know, how does he get him to get kisses him together with Dumbledore or with, uh, with Hagrid and then they get drunk? Hagrid is crying because Aragog died. So there's yeah. a big dead tarantula. Yeah. <laughs> Harry seems okay with it. It's, Harry's fine with it, and Slughorn's like, "Isn't that the spider that tried to eat him?" Yes. Yeah. Which is Harry's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's great." Uh, yes. And, and Hagrid's all sad. He's like, and Slughorn's like, "Would you like me to say a few words?" And he's like, "Higgledy yes. piggledy." And he's like, uh, "He does the whole, well, the body will decay, but the soul will live on." <laughs> you, know, you know that part. And then they get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> So they get drunk. Shanty? And they start singing shanties yeah. to make him better. And he's like, he was no bigger than mm. a pickanese. A pickanese! Yeah. When he first got him. Yeah, <laughs> and viewing in the pensive there where they have that, they find that Dumbledore and Harry learned that Voldemort was learning about horcruxes. But there's a good speech that Harry gives to convince. Yeah. Um, about his mother. Yeah, yeah. Slughorn is like, no. It's actually pretty good. Because yeah. I can't reveal what I said because it'll ruin me. Yeah. And Harry's like, okay, but you remember my mom? Yeah. You know what she did for me? It's like, come on. And then and if you don't do a similar like sacrifice, basically, you're 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 ruining her memory. Yeah, yeah. her death will have meant nothing. Nothing. And, and so, he was one of her spe- one of his special students. Well, the story he told about the, the fish, the petal that turned into a fish that he oh. named Lily, and then the day that. Lily died. The fish oh, it's Francis. Was Francis, yeah, but, but the li- petal was the, was a lily. lily. Yep. Um, and Francis disappeared. 
the day that uh, that Lily died, which is a very sad little story. It's like he he loved his little fish, and then the little fish was gone because the magic that created him was gone, mm. and it's yeah. sad. So he gives he gives Harry the full memory of Horcruxes and unedited now unsent. <laughs> now the thing is, it, putting it together, uh, Dumbledore had already figured out obviously that there were Horcruxes. He needed this memory to find out how many there were. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, because he already had taken care of. If there's actually a scene where he's, it's actually I think the next scene. There's a drawer that's open, and in the drawer there's a ring mm. and the diary. With a big old right. punch through yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So it shows right there that there are at least two of them right there. Yeah. And two have already been destroyed. Yeah, he's, and, yeah. he's destroyed the ring, and it uh, it cost him, so his hand is all blackened and withering. Yeah. It cost him a lot, because you, you don't realize at that point that... that well, I'm not going to say anything, because Cass doesn't know. Yeah. Cass, Cass doesn't know, so I'm not going to say it. But, yeah. I'd um, say it does come up pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's something weird with... Sand was all old. Yeah, yeah, but the ring did something to to Dumbledore. Yeah, that you you won't find out about until two yeah. weeks from now. Marvel, um, yeah, Marvel Gaunt's ring is the is the issue there. Yeah, the Gaunt the Gaunt thing. His yeah. mom, Voldemort's mom, was very, 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 very mentally ill. Right, and um, she was a witch who fell in love. She was a poor witch who fell in love with the uh. Plot owner's son, um, and who was a muggle? Who was a muggle and became obsessed with him? And didn't she give him a love potion? I believe so. She gave yeah. him a love potion, raped him, got pregnant by him, and that's where Voldemort came from. But because he, um, her father, uh, was like very pure blood, racist. Yeah. Uh, the child was a, a big no no. Voldemort's mother ended up dying, um, and his father was murdered, uh, I believe, by his grandfather. I thought he was going to turn out to be the half-blood prince. Nope. So, that was... For for a long while in the book, they actually think the half-blood prince might have been Voldemort. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of speculation about it. Um, and I that's where knowing, his backstory yeah, comes out, is the fact that he's Knowing what half. it is, it's just like, I kind of, I knew already, like, I knew already he was half muggle. Right. You know, yeah, already so here. Somebody that's, said that, yeah. like, one of our previous reviews. Right, yeah. I think. Yeah, but I, but I knew when reading the books and reading, listening to the audiobooks, I knew that he was half at that time. Which so, is I mean, so like, funny when, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah. Because... Well, this is sort of like Hitler, if you yeah. think about it, because it's like right. Hitler wanted the the full Aryan race, blonde, blue eyed, and yeah. Hitler yeah, had wasn't. black hair and brown eyes. Right. <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, <laughs> miss, he, yeah, he, he had a few screws loose. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, of, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But um, so keeping where we are here, they, they, the, they. Harry and Dumbledore travel to a cave. Yep, because they're going to look for another Horcrux. And they're going to find the other one, but they're looking for a Slytherin's locket. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, Harry aids Dumbledore into drinking a potion that hides another Horcrux. But Dum- and Dumbledore's like, oh no, no matter what I say, no matter how hard I beg, make me keep drinking, keep drinking yeah. this, because you're, you're more precious than I am. 
And that's, you know, we don't get to see, you don't get to see the zombie lake initially. No. I noticed that when we get an underwater shot, I see something that I thought was seagrass, but then I saw, like, three fingers yeah. nearby, yeah. and I'm like, uh... Yeah. I think yeah. somebody's in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a zombie, uh, it's a zombie river. Yeah. It looked like, like what, uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings would yes. look like if he was a little taller yes. and uglier. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. The, in the if he grew up yeah. into the... Yeah, it's the, it's the infurious uh, is that they're defending them from. They're, they're zombies. Yeah, so, so, yeah I call it what it is. It's zombie, zombie wizards, basically. Yeah, they look more like they were just really yeah. super starved to death. But well, they, they were drowned. They yeah. were drowned. The, the, the incantation basically on this lake is you want to go into it, and when you go into it, you the people who have already gone into it drag you down. And keep you there, and, and you just become they, another they drown one. Drown you, and you yeah. become one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's why I was like, "Don't feed him water from the zombie lake. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, it's people water, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That could be so many disgusting things. Yeah. Exactly. They peed yeah. in it. They, yeah. Maybe they soup. fucked in it. So I mean, that's what fish do. It's yes. A, it's a soup. Yeah. That's why I was like, "Don't give him the zombie water. What are you yeah. doing?" And a weakened Dumbledore defends them from the Inferius so by creating the fire. Ring of Fire. They hear an apparate. They apparate back to, uh, to to Hogwarts, where they find Greyback, Bellatrix, and the other Death Eaters have been waiting for them. Because they popped out of the vanishing cabinet that Draco yeah. fully fixed. As Harry hides, Draco appears and disarms the headmaster, revealing that Which is a really important scene. Yeah. That scene is super important, that Draco is the one who disarms Dumbledore. Yeah. With, uh, uh, with Expelliarmus. Yeah, and he says, well, I'll make it easy for you. It's, but no, that scene is really important because of the wand. Yeah. Later on. Right. It's hugely important because that wand is super important. And when Draco disarms... Dumbledore here. Yeah. It's it, you have to remember that Draco was the one who disarmed Dumbledore. True. Just just keep that in mind. I'm not going to say any more than that yeah. for Kaz's sake. But yeah. just remember that Draco was the one who disarmed Dumbledore. Yeah. And as Harry hides did Draco disarms that master, they reveal that Voldemort chose him to kill Dumbledore. Draco hesitates. Snape drop. Snape comes in. Harry, the, Harry sees Snape at first, yeah. too, and Snape's like, shh. Yeah. yeah, Harry's hiding under the floor. Yeah, yeah he's hiding. And he tells him, stay below. Well, like, Snape passes by Harry, right. so it's like a spiral? It's a spiral yeah. staircase, but there's he's on the second floor. Like, there's the top yeah. floor, and he's the one right below it. Um, yeah, the, stay below, dear boy, stay below. Yeah, the acting's pretty good with uh, Draco really doesn't, he's really torn up and yeah. doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do it. Like he's all shaking yeah. and freaking out yeah but he still has his one pointed he's still because he's like if he doesn't do it he's going to die but he doesn't want to kill anybody yeah and as the death eaters escape there and uh, when dumbledore is killed by snape delivering the avada kedavra well remember dumbledore looks at snape and says severus yeah please yeah and then snape avada kedavra but you can hear it in snape's voice a sadness yeah. as he's saying it. True. He, right. You can hear it. He's like, Avada Kedavra. Like, yeah. I'd be like, Meh. Meh. Yeah. He, he, did, he really didn't want to do it. Yeah. But he did it. 
and the others escape there, and uh, and uh, Bellatrix destroys the Great Hall. Bellatrix destroys the Great Hall. They all start running. Harry starts running after them, screaming, "He trusted you, yeah, and you betrayed him." Like, how could you do that? Like, just yelling and screaming and throwing. Something on fire in the background? Yeah. yeah they they set fire to Hagrid's hut. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I kind of remember it looking kind of weird and fake and put together in post, sort of. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of was, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't think they put that much uh, detail yeah. into Hagrid's hut as they did yeah. the last time because it was so important. It's yeah. just more like it looked like Snape was kind of pasted on the foreground. Like, maybe he needed backlighting or something. Maybe. Right. Flickering yeah. backlight. That's yeah. possible, yeah. But yeah, yeah this, this is that. But if you you got to remember, uh, Harry at this point throws Sectum Sempra yeah. at Snape, and Snape turns around to him and says, "How dare you use my own spell against me?" And in the book, in the audio book, this was more dramatic. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, yes, where where Alan Rickman delivers more subdued, you know, and obviously where he's yeah. still like, I took it in the movie that he was still processing the sadness yes. of what the hell. Yes, I just did that. I can't, you know, and then really getting it, but where. He gets his anger, and I remember where he's like, I am the Half-Blood I Prince. I am the Half-Blood Prince. It's like, why are you expositing? Yeah. Kind of, sort of? Well, yeah. that is because he, he also, realized that Harry had his book. Yeah. He kind of wants way- to rub it in Harry's face, too, because let's, let's not forget, Snape is still a petty asshole. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, you've been using my book, my spells. Yeah. Like, all of this is from me. Use your spells against me, Paulton. I am the Half-Blood Prince. Which were in the audiobook. Like, you use your spells against me, Paulton. I am the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, that, probably, that delivery probably would have been better in the movie. Yeah. It would have made him scarier, because it's a little anticlimactic. Yeah. The Snape's ending is actually quite anticlimactic, which you'll see. Yeah. It's different than the book. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's what I'm just trying not to get reveals. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah. Say, I said his ending. I didn't say how. No, that's the dude. Yeah, that's suspicious. You said it that way. Says the Hogwarts students now mourn Dumbledore's death. Wands are raised. Harry and Ron, Hermione. Uh, And they're glowing around his wands up. And it's it's another scene where Harry is crying over a dead body. Right. And also a big, giant, scary skull cloud. Yeah. yeah. Which the wand lights dissipate? Yes. Are those clouds anything? Or they're just like, ah, ha, ha, I'm scary. I'm yeah, it's, scare it's just their mark. It's just yeah. the, ha, ha, we've been here. Yeah, it's, so. it's, uh, it's Voldemort's mark. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, hey, look what we did. Ha, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And yeah, everybody raises their wand and does the, the light show. Yeah. And it kind of just shows all their support yeah. together, which is. A nice little scene that everybody is mourning for the and same the thing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but, it's, of, yeah. but it's something that the entire, like, every person in the school does it. Right. And it's just, anybody who has a wand does it. Yeah. And it's just, it's a huge sign of respect and sadness. Yeah, I like it. And it's kind of going a little further with it. But I do like that Hagrid has the, has the umbrella. The umbrella, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still is that like okay? That's a good one to dig into. He's not supposed. He's not supposed to have a yeah. wand. Yeah, but he does. Yeah, it's in the end of his umbrella. Yeah, so like yeah. a sword cane, but a kind wand of. umbrella. Yeah, yes. kind of. Yeah, 
Well, that's what Draco's dad has. Yeah. Draco's dad's wand is in his walking stick. Yeah. And he pulls off the top of it, and that's his wand. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, where Harry Ron tells Ron and Hermione that the locket was fake, they found the Slytherin locket, and it contains a real message from who we know as R.A.B. Yeah, you'll figure out who R.A.B. is next movie. I remember who it is. I know who it yeah. is, but... Yeah, I remember who it is here. So he stole the real Corcrux with the intention to destroy it. They agree that they're all going to forego their final year at Hogwarts to hunt for the remaining. Well, at first Harry's like, I got to go do this on my own. And Hermione's like, do you really think you could get five feet without me? Like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on, let's be real here. How far are you going to make it without me? Yeah. (laughs) And the truth of the matter is, he would have made it five feet. Right. Because Mm -hmm. what happens in the next one... Hermione is the only reason they get anywhere. Legitly, I agree with you. Legitly. She is the only reason they get anywhere. She is the only reason they figure everything out. Ron shines in the very end of the book, but at the very beginning, it's all Hermione. And Ron, and Harry's just kind of laying back, pissed off at the world. Because, like I said, this next one is is teenagers fighting in the woods. Yeah. I, yeah. You're going to be real. Let me, I'm, I'm going to be real here. The next movie is going to be Highly frustrating, because all I wanted to do through most of it was hit everybody. <laughs> well, see, the the issue with the next movie is that it doesn't have an ending no. because it's half of it's a book. only half yeah. of it. Right. It just um, kind of yeah. Do, like and where they cut it off, it makes sense. Yes, I suppose. It's, and it's from yes. but it what, doesn't actually yeah. have an ending because it's just the middle of the damn book. Yeah, from what I'm aware of how they did it, David Yates said we're just going to do it because they wanted to throw everything in. Yeah. yeah. And, you and know, they, they actually do get a lot of it in. They do. Yeah, but I knew from what I remember David Yates was just sick of the criticism of this was left out. This was in the book. This wasn't in the movie. Okay, motherfucker, here we go. This is an 800-page book. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're just going to do it, so... They do gloss over a major part, though, uh, in the movies that they they don't tap upon. I mean, they and can't get everything. But. Well, but it's actually kind of important because it, it tells, like, the backstory of Dumbledore. Yeah. And they, they gloss over some of the heinous things that yeah. Dumbledore did. That yeah. It does come out in the book what he does, but... Man, he is... This Albus is my Dumbledore. Right. And in a way where I see it, I'm like, okay, you got my Dumbledore, my thing, and I kind of get it like a relative who just passed away. Mm-hmm. You kind of don't want to know about things. Right. You don't want to find yeah. out some of the terrible things that yeah. they've done. And but he did some really horrible things. I know. And yeah. the fact that his brother even still has any sort of contact with anybody yeah. is incredible. True. Because yeah. you, you find out about his his family life and <laughs> his siblings, and um, <laughs> they don't mention it in the movie that his brother uh, was kind of ostracized for having an inappropriate relationship with a goat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I remember reading that. But you, it, it's not substantiated. Yeah. It was a rumor. Yeah. But you also have to remember that at the time, Dumbledore, when all this stuff was happening was not a good wizard. No. No. Um, and they gloss over the fact that, this is not a spoiler because Kaz wouldn't know about it anyway, yeah. Dumbledore is gay. Yeah. Uh, everyone's heard that. Yeah. Right. Just from the internet. Right. Yeah. But they don't mention it. 
that yeah. that happened. That well, sort because of... it wasn't mentioned in the books either. That was right, yeah. that was J.K. adding something later on. Like, if the character's of, going to be I'm gay, I'm pretty make sure, them gay. and I'm pretty sure it's it's highlighted more in the current series that's coming out. Well, right. yeah. And then a bunch of people on the internet complained about that. So uh, that oh, you just added tacking it on afterwards. Just kidding. And now Maybe. she's against. Now she's against all of that because just, she's look, a horrible person. Just kidding. Did a um. Uh, interview with uh, Daniel Radcliffe right right after the eighth movie came out or seven point two came out yeah um, like, kind of yeah. addressing yeah. everything and he it was like an hour long interview because I watched it yeah um, was she interviewing him or him interviewing he was interviewing her, her huh. um, just about like some of the points and he brings up Dumbledore being gay yeah and why why wasn't it like and she was like because that's not the main point point of the story it wasn't uh it shouldn't have been even drawn out because the point of the story was about harry and harry's you know ups and downs it wasn't about dumbledore so she never mm. thought it was a relevant thing to put in there yeah makes sense yeah. it was just because the fandom after the movies and the books finished came out that the fandom was still like aching for stories um because they didn't want it to be over she that's when they created um, Fantastic Beasts. Well, no, not just Fantastic Beasts, but that's when they created the website Pottermore. Um, Pottermore. And on Pottermore, she went into longer, fuller detail about the characters. Um, you find out who some of these characters ended up with, if they had who they had children with, like what their lives were like after everything that happens after the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, you find out a lot of information. Um, but it's only on Pottermore. You have to go to Pottermore to read it. Yeah. Um, but that's... It was after everything was over that a lot of stuff was uh, said. And even to this day, she's still making edits yeah. on her own... On the story. Like, she said... Came out with... This was a few years ago. She came out with the whole, oh, I, I really regret um, hooking up Ron and Hermione. It should have been Hermione and Harry. Like, she came out with this a few years ago, and everybody's like, you can't backpedal. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. already out there. Yeah, it's, you... one of, it's one of my favorite Twitter captures where you see somebody right below it go, didn't you write the damn book? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like... I don't know. You don't want to end up like uh, George Lucas changing God's yeah. lasers or walkie-talkies. walkie-talkies, uh, yeah. Oh, my movie? God, so stupid. Yeah. Or was that yeah. Steven Spielberg? Was this an E.T. or... No, it was E.T. E.T., okay. yeah. Yeah, it was, was Spielberg. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It's the added the CGI crap into yes. old Star Wars. Honestly, the... the um, yeah, it, he changed the ending of uh, A New Hope. Not A New Hope. Was it A New Hope? No. Third one. Seven. Jedi? Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he changes the return, the end of Return of the Jedi, and instead of putting, they put Hayden Christensen. Yeah, instead of putting uh, Darth Vader as an old man like he is when he dies, they put the young Hayden Christensen from the first, from Episode One, or Episode Two, I should say, is Episode Two. They put him there as the spirit, as the glowy spirit at the end. They changed it. Okay, that's weird. It's stupid. Yeah. Like it, they did it because they wanted to promote the the newer movies that were coming out. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. they changed the ending. I had the what's funny is I had VHSs 
Yeah. I had gotten them from Christmas when I was a kid. So mm. I had four, five, and six. Yeah. And so I had the original ending still. Yeah. And then I got the DVD versions. And the DVD versions had the new ending, and I was like, that's bullshit right there. I believe my mom still has VHS. Yeah, and that's the original ending. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're at the end of Half-Blood Prince. Mm -hmm. Let's take a quick moment. And we're going to come back with a... We have an IMDb game today. We do. We have an IMDb. I remembered to actually do it. Uh, Ahead of time, even. (laughs) Although I did have to be reminded. So I'm just going to take a short break. Uh, talk about MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. Uh, yeah. Be right back. And folks, go check out MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. Our website where we have everything under the sun um, and more. Any catch or choice that you're in. Go ahead and do that and share our website around anywhere so that way we can go ahead and get some more people. And also remember, we are hiring. So if you made it this far, you're definitely interested in our show. We're looking for a social media manager to create reels for TikTok, as well as somebody to help us get some sponsors. So go on MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com and reach out to us. We'll see you then. All right, so uh, as we said last week, uh, trying to do um, fantasy casting for a series of movies that have largely the same actors is uh, it's 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 rough to be it's rough to be funny the whole way through. I do like the idea of Beavis and Butthead uh, sneak into Hogwarts. Absolutely, that would that would be amazing. They'd learn all like the fart spells. And- <laughs> You know, they, they'd be at the at the joke shop. I'm going to fuck up the love potion. I'm afraid of what it would be like in, in, to get their wands. Uh, breaking the law. Breaking the law. What, well, do you want to see my less strange? You want to see my wand? <laughs> it was, come on, wands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seven inches, pliable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, slightly bent. That's, that's Bellatrix's wand. I want to see what Coach Buzzcut would be like there. <laughs> Um, you go ahead and you find your horcrux and you know what the post you need to do. Mm. <laughs> no, we're just going to go ahead and let them go and go back to it because they're kids, okay? okay? Oh, God, would he be Dumbledore? <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. Why can't I remember that, that the hippie uh, the hippie teacher's uh, name? Van Driesen. Van Driesen. Because yeah. for some reason I was thinking of, uh, of Dr. Twinkletitz from, uh, from uh, Metalocalypse. Yeah. Which Twinkletits is Twinkle Tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god, what if instead of Herm- Hermione, it was like Daria shows up? But that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daria yeah. would have nothing but disdain for them. Yeah. Yes. And she'd show up and yeah. tell them what they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Would Quinn Would Quinn be in Hufflepuff or would she be a Gryffindor? We uh, are Hufflepuff. I don't think you know she's Hufflepuff. Fashion club. <laughs> yeah, it's not Hufflepuff. All right. So anyway, I have I have uh, put together another IMDb game. Uh, last week we went over our big three and our secondary party. Uh, this week we're going to go over some of the other um, some of the other cast. Um, so IMDb game is where I find a uh, where I find find the uh, actors from the movie, find other movies they've been in. And quiz my uh, fellow co-hosts on uh, just how bad or good that movie might be. Uh, we guessed the star rating to the decimal point, you know, 6.3, 8.1, etc., etc. Whoever's the closest wins, and if you get it spot on, you get five points. Dude. 
So we're going to go down the list. I got six here. Uh, we're going to go mostly with uh, teachers and some adults going on with this one. Uh, first off, Michael Gambon, our, mm. our very, very calm uh, <laughs> professor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the movie I've chosen for this one is the, uh, the third sequel in the series uh, called Johnny English Strikes Again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh no. Lord. There were sequels? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Rowan Atkinson. So he finally gets something with Rowan Atkinson. Okay. <laughs> Where he plays Agent 5. Yeah. Uh, he is so far down the list, I assume Agent 5 is just a cameo appearance. Right. Uh, it's from 2018. I have a feeling it went straight to video. Yeah. I can't confirm this. 2.8. Uh, <laughs> Just popped in my head. 3.4. Okay. That was the second one that popped into my I'm head. I'm going to go 4.5. 4.5. Okay, so with 81,000 reviews and wow. keywords including spy, hologram, and locked in a storage unit. Uh, the Plot Olympus? It looks like Joss is the closest because it's actually 6.2 stars. Wow. Somehow. Jeez. Wow. So it was higher than I thought. Somehow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's Rowan Atkinson, and what I can say about Rowan Atkinson is he is a funny motherfucker. So he is, <laughs> I, don't know, yeah. I just never heard of that. I, I thought that Johnny English was a flop or something. Yeah. Maybe here, yeah. but maybe not in the UK. Uh, yeah, but um, there was actually something with Rowan Atkinson actually talking about one of my favorite Mr. Bean sketches of all time, <laughs> yeah. where he was like he had to like. Put a love seat on the top of a car and then try to control it while going down the hill. Oh, and he's talking about it. he's like, yeah, those days we just kind of did our own stunts, and just did it because it was cheaper. Couldn't do that now, but yeah, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, see, I I never saw Mr. Bean. I know Rowan Atkinson from Blackadder. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I have seen that. And I learned something recently that uh, Mr. Bean only had like about a half, about a dozen episodes. Yeah, it wasn't it very long like at all, but it felt so much longer yeah. because there was, it was like, movie, and yeah. then yeah. Uh, he showed up in a lot of other skits. Yeah, Mr. Bean did. It, it wasn't all about him. Yeah. He showed up at other things. Um, now he wasn't Mr. Bean in it, but I loved his I loved his uh, cameo in uh, Love Actually. Yes, it's <laughs> so great. I was singing Dalek bumps. <laughs> Dalek bumps. Yes. <laughs> All right. We got next, next up is Helena Bonham Carter, who, in a uh, strange uh, outside of a Tim Burton movie, <laughs> because she is generally just with Tim Burton and well, she was married yeah. with yeah. to him for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And there's and Helena Bonham Carter obviously plays Bellatrix Lestrange. Uh, the exact kind of character in movies that I have an unhealthy fascination with. The whole psychotic, looks like they've been dead for three days. I'd have to agree dark, with you on that. Yeah, you, and yet you are confused about oh. my taste sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Tim Burton's interpretation of Elvira. Yes. Yeah. So Helena, ba- Helena Bonham Carter was also in Terminator Salvation in 2009. Was she? Where she played really? Dr. Serena Kogan. What? I have no idea the role, but... I've seen the movie! Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> With 374,000 reviews and keywords including kidnapping, moral dilemma, and 7-Eleven, what do you think the star rating is for Terminator Salvation in 2009? 5.2. Uh, I'm going to go on the more optimistic and say 7.9. Okay. I'm going to go mid-ground and just say 6. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, looks like Joss got it again. 6.5. Okay. Ah, oh, wow, all right. I thought 
You know, I thought the Terminator sequels after two did like shit. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they went downhill pretty quick. They yeah. did. Three was yeah okay, and after that, it just got bad. Yeah. All right. So next up is Jim Broadbent, who played uh, Professor Slughorn. Okay. Uh, I wasn't able to find very much that we would know about uh, okay. because he is a British actor. Okay. However, uh, he was he did. Uh, voice a character in Postman Pat the movie from 2014. Okay. Postman Pat is a like is British a show. It's a yeah, like a British preschoolers kind of show. Uh, uh, it's about a postman named Pat. Of course, and you would pick that. About it. Uh, that's all I really know of it. So, with 1.9 thousand reviews. 1.9. <laughs> with a uh, with uh, keywords including cat, postman, and. And I went down a rabbit hole with this one, Shrek Core. Okay. What? Was it like weird early night, early two thousand CGI looking? Uh huh. <laughs> All the Trolls movies are part of Shrek Core. Okay. Um, every kind of oh. Trolls movie probably look better. They, you know, more. Yeah. They, they are definitely oh they are God. definitely a, a higher. Going, yeah, I'm going through the thing of Shrek. The fuck is Shrek Core? <laughs> and that was a rabbit. So hole. it's basically oh. DreamWorks. Yeah. Basic Dreamworks. Dreamworks. Say, yeah. It should just be called Not Pixar. Not Pixar. Not Pixar. Yes. <laughs> All right, so what do we think? Oh, God. It's a children's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be parents, so it keeps the kids distracted. I'm going to go uh, 8.5. Okay. 6.1. That's optimistic. 5.5. 5.5. Joss is, is killing it. Uh, 4.7. Wow. That was going to be my other guess. Yeah, I, I figured I was getting too negative. And I'm like, yeah. I tried the opposite. Yeah, you were being way too I was like, I'm getting way too positive with these things. So I'm going to lower my uh, my to, stance a bit. To be fair, I will say it was hard to find movies that were truly atrocious um, yeah. for these actors. Uh. It, was, it was tough to find really, really bad ones. Uh, so next up, Alan Rickman. Mm. Oh dear. Professor Snape, who was also Hans Gruber. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was going to do uh, his character from Love Actually, but we've done Love Actually in one of these before. Yes. And I didn't want anyone to. Yeah. yeah. So, Die Hard, 19. Oh, you did Die Hard? You should have done Blow Dry. <laughs> you should. Right now. <laughs> 921,000 reviews. Jesus. With uh, keywords include One Against Many, Dysfunctional Marriage, and Christmas, and I will die on this hill. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I totally agree, yes, with, I agree you. with you. If you took Christmas out, it would make no sense. Yeah. Yep. 8.2? Yeah. 8.2. Oh, man. This is rough. Yeah. 7.6. 7.6. <sighs> no, no. I want to say like 7.9. 7.9. Uh, Kaz got it spot Holy crap. on. Oh, five points for Kaz. Spot on. It was an 8.2 stars Shit. as of about six hours ago. All right. But you still won, I think. No, you no, get five points. You get five. five points I know that, that. but you are didn't you, you get are, five I have three. You oh. are currently winning. She hasn't Holy gotten crap. spot on. Holy crap, wait. Yeah. There's still more? <laughs> yep, there are two more. So I, there's a chance for a tie. <laughs> it is possible, yes. Unless <laughs> well, I get something. Yeah, Julie Walters, who plays Mrs. Weasley. 
Yep. Mm. She was also in Mamma Mia. Yes, she was. She was. She's she's the, the, oh, the short first one or the sequel. Oh, oh, the first one. Okay. Well, oh, this is the first one. Is the one I grabbed. Okay. I assume she's in both. She's okay. she's she's she plays the, Rosie. She's the short friend with the, the spiky hair who ends never up. never seen it. I've seen Mamma Mia made two times. I didn't know which one it was. Yeah. yeah. Two hundred sixty-six thousand reviews. Keywords include bride, mm-hmm. jukebox musical, mm-hmm. and tuba. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. So what do we point Mamma Mia. So six point eight. Okay. 4.7. 4. 4.7. All right. I'm going to go with 7. And 7. Okay, 7 point nothing. Zero. Yeah. Uh, Kaz gets this one. Uh, it's a 6.5, so you get ah. another point. So I think Kaz won this one. Yes. Unless unless one of you gets this unless next I one get spot a, on. Unless I get this next one spot on, she wins. And the very last one, Timothy Spall, who was in this movie very, very briefly. He plays Wormtail. Right. He also played Mats, the road manager for Steel Dragon, in 2001's movie Rockstar. Oh, God. Okay. 45,000 reviews and keywords including, ironically, Rockstar, (laughs) Englishman, and Bimbo. Yeah. 5.5? 5.5. This is a movie that Joss and I saw in the theater literally alone. We were the only people there. 2.6. We watched the movie. He did watch the movie. Yep. Um, we are important. I'm going to be a little bit generous because I think I, I like the movie. So I'm going to say like a 6.3. <laughs> well, uh, with it spot on, just <laughs> get this one. Wow. So with a score of six, of, uh, six to, of eight to six. <laughs> Joss, Joss wins this one. Uh, <laughs> no, Rockstar is one of my favorite movies, but I, I've never looked it up before. <laughs> I only like it because it's 80s hair metal. Yep, and it's a surprisingly <laughs> good movie. It's 80s hair metal, and you've got Mark Wahlberg, Mark who, Wahlberg. Is, who is known as, you know, for Marky Mark, yeah. with long hair, singing, you know, 80s metal Rock songs. Isn't that the one at the very end? They end up doing one of his old, like uh, one of his old songs. Or yeah, when, yeah, they're, when they're doing a the concert, bleepers. they're doing a concert scene, and instead of playing the music that they that they're supposed to be doing, they started playing a Marky Mark song, and he's yeah. just like, oh, they, they, they play good vibrations, and uh, yeah. and yeah, he starts. Yeah. He actually starts. He <laughs> showed me that. And, I remember that. Yeah. And, he's, and he raps. It yeah. is hysterically funny. In the movie, in Rockstar, actually, there's a scene where he uh, he has to sing a song, and he doesn't like the way they're telling him to sing, so he starts rapping. And oh. I was like, oh, that's a callback to yourself. <laughs> cool one. That's cute. Cool. So I really like that movie. It's not a good movie, but I really like it. Hmm. Hell, oh, man, I like some of the bad movies, too. Mm. So does that wrap things up? Yeah, that about so. wraps it up here, so... We're uh, getting to the ending. Enjoy it, gang, and just remember, please, if you made it this far, please share this around anywhere possible. Yeah. And um, stick with us through the next movie. Yeah. It's, I know it's just teenage, dirty teenagers arguing in the woods, but... You know, just stick with us. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to make it funny. It's almost yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're heading right towards the end of Harry Potter, and... Um, yeah, where we go with it. So be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.